A name you know who's in the know. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. I am now about to do something that's really great. I'm going to interview Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly is everywhere. Bill O'Reilly writes a book every 20 minutes. He has sold more copies than the Bible. Every 10 minutes, he has another bestseller out. And now it's called Killing the Witches, Bill O'Reilly's The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. Excuse me, what the hell is this about? I don't understand it. You understand it. Listen, uh, this book reflects people in America who do not get due process and how you can get hurt very badly, lose your life, if the system of justice is not in place. It comes out September 26th. I appreciate you uh, giving it an advanced look. Um, you got the first copy. Cindy Adams got the first copy, which is called a galley. Uh, of Killing the Witches. So we begin in the uh, Massachusetts Bay Colony, the first people who came over on the Mayflower. And we yeah. put you on the Mayflower. You you take that voyage three months across the Atlantic Ocean. Horrendous. I mean, everybody thinks, oh, Thanksgiving, hey, yeah, we're going to have a party, hey. No. This was a very painful voyage. People died on it. And then they get plunked in the beginning of winter in a very harsh climate. Now, who were they? Mostly Puritans. They are evangelist uh, Christians who are very strict, fire and brimstone. So you couldn't have any fun. That's basically the Puritan code was human beings don't have any fun ever. You work, you go to church. That's it. They didn't celebrate Christmas or Easter. They didn't do anything. The word in the dictionary is austere. And if you got out of line, you got punished harshly. Um, You could be executed for committing adultery, for example. Hollywood would not exist if the pilgrims had landed there. Um, Anyway, the Puritans believed in an act of evil that the Catholic Church believes today that there is a force, Satan, the devil, in the world that causes people to do bad things. And in Salem, Massachusetts, north of Boston, a very strict, crazy form of Puritanism took place, and it was just a few years after that when the witch thing started, and it started with little girls saying, pointing to adults saying, that person's a witch and having a fit. It was ghastly. Now, this has been going on in Europe for years. Thousands of people were killed in Central Europe and in Scotland and England. Okay, but why, if, if you're doing, you do all of these books, they're all fabulous books, we know that. The books are fabulous and great sellers. But why not a book maybe on Marco Polo or Napoleon? Why specifically on Salem and witchcraft? Because what happened there influences the way we live today. And in two ways. There's a witch hunt under the woke movement in America. Yes, absolutely. Lives are being destroyed. Yes. Because the corrupt media, any allegation becomes fact. So you can accuse anybody of anything. 
in a fair system, people shrug it and go, okay, tell me the proof. Some people are heinous and bad, and they deserve to be exposed, but others aren't. And in our system, you can make a lot of money accusing people of doing terrible things. And so that's a witch hunt. Roseanne Barr, for example, said her career was destroyed by a witch hunt. She used the word. We all know the 1950s about the communist witch hunt. But the direct correlation to everybody is Benjamin Franklin as a teenager was aware of these Salem witch trials because he lived in Boston. Yeah. And many of the witches were imprisoned in Boston before they were executed. And he took it upon himself to actually visit a man named Cotton Mather, who was the chief witch hunter. He was the guy who drove everything. And Franklin came out of that meeting so angry, so fed up, that when the Constitution was formed a few decades later, this was in his mind that the new American government was not going to be religion-based. Whereupon a lot of other patriots, like Patrick Henry, wanted it to be Christian-based. What but is Salem? What is fight. what is Salem like now? Does it have any residual effect from it? Oh, Salem is called Witch City. It now, exists. now, now, today, it's it's the primary industry in Salem. Forty-five minute drive from Boston. There's witches everywhere. There's the Witch Mall. They sell potions. The witches will tell your future, whatever they do. Uh, they're all over the place. Is that like so the these city, people with the crystal balls on, on lousy, cheapo apartments on the west side that they tell you your future? Is that what a witch is like? Some of them. And some of them sell potions um, and witch stuff. But it's the biggest industry by far in Salem. And the execution site on Gallows Hill is still there. So you can go, and after you read Killing the Witches, you probably want to go and go up there and, and trace, because a lot of the things that I write about are still there. You visited Salem? And, you visited Salem? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a very familiar with Salem. I lived in Boston for many years. It's a nice little town. It's a port town on the north shore of Massachusetts. But they've, they've exploited this terrible murder spree. Um, for monetary gain, and some people don't like that. Can you tell me, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm limited, which, of course, is very possible. What actually is a witch? Can you explain a witch? Well, in the uh, fundamentalist world, a witch is somebody that makes a bargain with Satan and does the devil's bidding. So the devil, an active person, an active spirit, would tell the person to do this, that, whatever, and the person would do it. Are there male the, witches? Yes, there are male witches as well. There were, um, I think, three men executed out of the 20 in Salem. How about Adam Bullshift? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who is this? 
Adam Bullshiff, the man who was who Congress has just censured because he started all the oh, aggravation yeah. against Donald. <laughs> well, that gets me to the last part of the book. <laughs> no, no, don't rush me. I've got so many questions. I've got so many right, questions. Right. Okay, so okay. I don't want to impugn Congressman Schiff's uh, <laughs> persona, but there are many people that feel he is a witch. Yes. Did you do you think witches are existent today? You're saying yes, they are outside Salem. You think they're existing today? No, I don't believe that there are human beings who are. Uh, sitting down to supper with Satan and Satan is telling them to do X, Y, and Z. I do not believe that. Well, the history is terrific in the book. It is absolutely terrific. The actual history, the names, the Patrick Henrys, the Benjamin Franklins. I know, I know, I know you're going to tell me about the great research. I understand that. But how much can you be sure what you are saying is so? Hundred percent. How? Because Martin Dugard and I, we're the writers of the Killing series. It's the thirteenth book. We check this stuff every which way. I mean, there are records. The Puritans kept meticulous records that are in a museum in Massachusetts today. Every word that was said in the witch trials was written down. Every word. And it's our job as historians to ferret that out, to read it, and to put it in the proper context. I mean, there were diaries kept on the Mayflower about how horrendous that voyage was. So our job is to find the material and then extrapolate the important parts and put it in book form, which is why, as you kindly mentioned, the Killing Series, the most successful nonfiction book series in history ever. The history, the names that you drop, it's terrific in the book. And the story of the Mayflower that nobody knows, we always think it's sort of a glorious experience and everybody came with their little parasol. It's not that. It's, it was horrendous, as you explained it. Yeah, a lot of death. Um, and when the survival rate is about 50%, because when they got here, they had to eat, and it was the Native Americans that, that made that happen. And so the uh, Puritans, when they landed, um, forged an alliance with the Indian tribes, and the Indian tribes helped them. And if not, they would have died, just like the first settlers in Jamestown, Virginia. This is very harsh. It was cold, and they didn't know, you know how to grow stuff in that soil, and so they were going, well, God wills that we're here. Okay, but God's not going to come down and give you breakfast. <laughs> why Why was it all centered? We got a big country here. Why only Salem? Well, it was first Plymouth, south of Boston. And then people expanded. They moved out so they could get land. So they moved north to Boston and Salem, and they moved south to Providence, Rhode Island. And there were a lot of bickering, and people didn't get along, and they just said, I'm getting out of here. I don't like these people and all that. But it was a natural migration, a uh, big country, um, and people wanted their own land. They wanted to do their own thing. 
My friend who's gone, Joan Rivers, she believed in a certain amount of superstition or witches or whatever the hell you want to call it. Once we went for a weekend to what's that town where where all the, the they they wear these fancy clothes from the old days? Um, Williamsburg, Virginia. That's it. That okay, okay, okay. We went to Williamsburg, Virginia for a weekend, and first of all, she put the heavy club chairs up against the door so that nobody could come in while she was sleeping. She also put newspapers, crumpled newspapers, on the floor. So if a witch came in, she would hear them walking on the newspapers. She made us leave the next morning after staying over. I said, we've only been here one day, Joan. Why are we moving? She says, there are witches here. She said, this is not me making this up, Bill. She said, the closet is moving towards me. She believed in witchcraft, and she believed that there were witches around her. How is this possible? Well, look, people believe what they want to believe. I think it was Johnny Carson that engineered all that against Joan Rivers. <laughs> um, but Joan believed in ghosts. Yeah, she did. And, she did. Uh, yeah, there's a difference between a witch and a ghost. But What's, the What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? Well, a ghost is, is doesn't have to be any devil or anything like that. A ghost is just a spirit of somebody who's departed who hangs around and doesn't pay rent. So um, there are and, nice ghosts, nice ghosts? Yeah, Casper is a nice ghost. Um, but Williamsburg, interestingly enough, has had the ghost uh, legend for a long time, and it helps, of course, their tourism. But there are a lot of ghosts that just kind of annoy people. They're not in the league with the devil. So they had strange things. They put people in stocks. I've seen stocks. What did they do about feeding these people who were stuck in stocks? How did they feed them? They just uh, put a carrot in their mouth and a person chewed the carrot or whatever vegetable would be, and they put a cup of water and they drank the water. They weren't in there that long. They just wanted to humiliate the Puritans, if you got out of line, if you fell asleep in the church service, or you didn't show up for church, or, you know, anything like that, they would punish you publicly. They want to humiliate you so everybody would stay in line. And that's what those stocks were used for. When, when did witches stop? They stopped when the uh, insane witch hunters accused the wife of the governor, William Phipps, the governor of Massachusetts Bay, of being a witch. I mean, how insane is that? So Phipps was up in Maine fighting the Abenaki Indians, who were a threat to uh, white settlers. And he comes back to Boston, and they said, ah, uh, your wife has got a trial date in about three weeks. She's in home confinement. They didn't put her in jail like they did with all the other witch suspects. They let her stay in the in the house, but he went ballistic. And he goes, that's enough. He didn't believe in the witch stuff anyway, Phipps. And he just stopped it cold. And uh, they got him. They uh, framed him on a crime, and the Crown uh, took his governorship away from him. They had terrifying 
instruments, uh, an iron maiden. Explain it. And did you ever see an iron maiden? Only on the band. Um, they didn't use that in America very much because they didn't have iron. Um, oh. That was more of a European thing. It was a torture chamber with spikes and stuff like that. Uh, the Salem people were basically um, telling the farmers, they were all farmers, a few ship uh, fishermen and, and shipbuilders, but mostly farmers. They're basically saying, look, you do what we tell you to do or we're going to make your life miserable. And that evolved then into these young girls uh, pointing to people screaming, which, which, which. And then the nuts who were in charge saying, uh, arresting them and putting them on trial was harrowing. We take you through the cases, name the names. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I know, I know, I know. It's a fabulous book. What about men? Are they called wizards? What no, What about witches. them? Are they not? Yeah, no, a man has been a witch? Yeah, now they use the term uh, warlock sometimes, but in a historical context, if you were male, you could be a witch. Now, I don't know about trans. I don't know how that goes. Um, I don't think they had it back then. <laughs> but if you were a male, you could be accused as a witch. Tell me, tell me a story of one of the things that you learned or how you learned it or how stunned you were, because the book is absolutely riveting. It really is. It's scary, but it's riveting. Tell me about one of the stories that you learned. Okay, well, I wanted to uh, take the Salem witch trials and then the subsequent battle over the American Constitution, whether to make America a Christian country or not. That's the first two parts of the book. But then I wanted to bring it into modern times. And the way that we did that was the most famous devil intrusion into this country, America, was The Exorcist, book and movie. Yeah. Now, the book yeah, yeah, was based yeah. on a real case that actually happened. But Blatty, the guy who wrote the book, William Peter Blatty, he changed. It was a boy who was possessed, 13, not a girl. But in the movie, they changed it to a girl to make the girl more sympathetic. The movie that came out in the early 1970s brought the attention of devil possession. That the devil is a real spirit that can alter behavior into everybody's consciousness. But what people don't know is, A, what really happened to this 13-year-old Maryland boy, and B, the insanity that happened on the set of the Exorcist film while they were making the movie. Eight people died Look. during the filming of The, of the Exorcist. And Friedkin, the director, oh. and he did The French Connection, um, he had no formal belief system um, when he took the project on. But we, we use a lot of his quotes, and he goes, there's something here. This is insane what's happening every day when we walk onto the set. So I wanted to bring it back to modern times, and I think we succeeded in doing that well.
Oh, the book is terrific. The book is really terrific, but you can't read it late at night and then go to sleep. Listen, I love you. I don't understand how it's possible that every 20 minutes you can write a bestseller. The Bible doesn't sell as many as you do. And it's time that you took some of the money that you've earned and take me out to dinner, okay? Okay, but I want your audience to know I did that three weeks ago. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love you, Bill. Cindy Adams Thank and I you. made fun of Conan <laughs> O'Brien at that dinner. That was great. <laughs> yes. Thanks, honey. Thanks for coming okay. on. I love you. Be, read <laughs> Bill O'Reilly's Killing the Witches. Thank you, sweetheart.